Welcome back to Unemployed with Anna Roisman. Oh, baby, she was unemployed today. Ellen, I'm with Ellen. How are you? I'm good. I watched a documentary last night, this Netflix documentary called The Last Blockbuster, which you've heard about, right? I watched it, yeah. Oh, you watched it too? I did, yeah. Well, What'd I don't you know, think? I was thinking, you know, those there's a lot of unemployed people through Blockbuster. Oh my God, there are. I would love to get some of those people from that documentary on the show. Even just to hear more goss, you know, hear more hot goss from the Blockbuster world. Yeah. It also made me think, um, it just gave, it, it gave me a lot of memories. A lot of memories mm-hmm. came back through watching this, this documentary. Totally. Uh, one one of one of my first jobs was working at a video store. Really? It, Same with Jared. He worked at Blockbuster. Oh, cool! I only or worked at video. I forget. He's gonna kill me. Anyway. <laughs> well, the video store that I worked in was not a Blockbuster. It was like just a local video store place. Yeah. And I, I worked there when I was a sophomore in college. So that was probably like two thousand nine. Ellen, don't so, give up your age. Don't give it away that easy. <laughs> Don't worry, <laughs> guys. You, you just like to- gave your virginity away on on the podcast. Hey, I'm not ashamed of this age, honey. And <gasps> honey, so she is based- young at heart. But I only worked there for a few months because since it was like 2009 or something, um, they like they shut down like mm. really soon after I started working there. But it was so fun when I worked like while I had had the time to work there. I could just, see you working at a video store or even yeah. owning a franchise of video stores. You love movies. I feel like you would love to be able to like see movies before other people and like, you know, take home the movies you want to see. Yeah, and, and like, give people suggestions. I mm-hmm. was like going to film school while I was working in yeah. this video sco- store. So it was, it was the perfect job and I was so sad when they had to shut down did you get that were you was that in the interview were you straight up like I'm in film school and they were like oh she knows her stuff (laughs) I don't remember but I probably did bring it up you were Uh, yeah I'm a I'm a sophomore at Syracuse University studying film and they were like she's a shoe-in for sure (laughs) I mean, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of the video store where like some cool people from school also worked there that okay. were in the film program. So I was like, this is the cool job to have. And then my luck, they shut down like immediately. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. I yeah. loved going to the video store. Like it was like as a kid, that was like your weekend like treat. Right. At least for us, like we'd be like my mom would take us. We'd each pick a movie we wanted that weekend. Like my brother and I, I don't know if we let my sister pick because she's the youngest, but, you know, Mm -hmm. occasionally. And we'd like rent like (laughs) The Shining for the like 45th time. And we'd like go home and be like, oh, yeah, we got this badass horror movie. Like we're so cool. And like we'd order in pizza. And like that was like our weekend. Yeah. Going to the video store was always it was a ritual getting a a pizza and going to the video store Mm -hmm. and the grocery store in my hometown Wegmans had a video store inside the grocery store yeah which was really cool so we'd like go get our groceries and also pick up like a VHS or something Uh uh-huh uh-huh we in college we had um and they talked about it in the documentary we had Redbox in the grocery store like in the supermarket on campus where we would go and I just remember (laughs) we would always go high and I'd be like so high and we'd get like 
all this like crap at the supermarket. Like they clearly were like, there are college students who are high and then there are families who are food shopping for like their week of food. And like, I'd be like 10 things of Entenmann's cookies and like, you know, and then hit up the red box and be like, hey, hey. <laughs> like, yeah. I was, like, such a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Parents were definitely looking at you like, that child is high. Right? Especially <laughs> yeah. because my, like, this supermarket on campus in Boston, it's, like, borderline with this, like, very, like, conservative, like, Jewish area, like, neighborhood. There were a lot of, like, Hasidic Jews and stuff. And I just, like, I imagine that was, like, entertainment for them. Like, wow, this dumb girl from West Campus of BU is just, like, stoned out of her mind. And she's, like, trying to press the red box <laughs> thing. Yeah. Speaking of movies, I did see a movie in a movie theater last night for the first time in a year. Oh, yeah. What did you see? We saw Scream. Uh, It was a classic. We rented out an AMC. There were six people total. We sat all over the theater, like not near anybody at all. No one ate popcorn or candy. And we literally sat there with our masks on. And it was all of our friends. So it was like people we knew. You know, I didn't like let in six people. You didn't have any popcorn. No. And I thought about it a lot. And like I kept, I even like there was one point where I went on my phone during it because I've seen Scream a thousand times, but it was cool to see it on a big screen. But I was like, yeah, great movie to see on a big screen. Jared, I want popcorn. And then I'd like go on my phone to look up like how old all these actors were when they were, when they shot Scream. Cause that's like my favorite thing to know. I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Cause at one point I was like, this movie is old, but like they all look stupid. They still look older than me at, in this movie. Like, all of them feel older. <laughs> yeah, they don't look like high schoolers no. at all. And they are they in never their early do. 20s, which is older than me. So, you know, <laughs> nailed it. I was right. I was right. Jamie Kennedy is in that movie, right? Yes, yes. And yeah, he, he was, was in the documentary. He was in the documentary. Look and at he, that. He works in a video store. This came screen. full circle. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Great movie. I also, thought that was cool. He's like in those blockbuster commercials, yeah. which I totally forgot about. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I forgot about them too. It was fun. And it was also fun to see alumni of the podcast, a friend of the pod, Doug Benson, was in the documentary. So basically we're saying go check it out. It's fun to see the history of Blockbuster. Doug Benson's a star in it. Um yeah. Did you, did you get excited when Doug was on? I was like, Doug! <laughs> I was like, I know this guy. Yeah. Okay, maybe not cool. as excited. <laughs> <laughs> he has, like, such a, like, specific, like, vibe to him where I'm just like, oh, it's like a Doug moment. I love yeah. it. Yeah. He is the most chill, I'd say. If I had one word to describe Doug, it would be... Very chill. And very funny. Chill. chill and funny. Yeah. We love him for it. Um, I'm very excited. We have a very funny guest today on the pod. I'm very excited to have her on. She's the coworker I never met before of mine. You might know her from NBC's Bring the Funny. She's also on the Taylor Strecker streaming radio show. She's on BuzzFeed's Did You See This? That's the job we have together. Her impressions are out of this world. Her TikTok, her Instagram, find her everywhere. She's popping off. Guys, we've got Andrea Lopez with us today. Hello. Woo! <laughs> so happy to be here. The coworker that I should have met you years ago. Right? I know at, at BuzzFeed. Yeah, literally, it's crazy. And like, it's crazy. I would go in to record, and they'd be like, "Do you know?" Like, people would ask, "Like, do you know Andrea? Like, do you know this person?" And I'd be like, "No." Like, I record with the same two people like every week. Ever, it'd be nice if we could have a little happy hour together once in a while. You know, I know, and like, right? I would have loved that, but yeah, I would just see people in passing, and I'd be like, "Oh, oh, hi." And, you know, we never got to have have a moment. So this is great. No, 
but I, I, I love your stuff and I feel like I know you and I think you're just so funny and like just so relatable. You're very cool. So I was like, we got to have her on. Well, thank you so much. That's an honor to hear you say that. I feel the same. And social media has really helped me feel like I know people and then it's they're freaked out when I know facts about them. I'm like, well, you said mm-hmm. that three weeks ago on Instagram. So mm-hmm. you should expect everyone to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I the feel other like night I know had- you as well. Uh, I was going to say the other day, I felt like someone commented on something in a group chat, but I was like, they didn't like, I don't know that they liked that on Instagram. They're like, I saw you did something. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, you don't get to text me about my life, but not support me on the platform that I showed you that part of my life. (laughs) So true. I'm waiting for their, for their like as well. I'm like, this is a two part thing. You like it and then you ask about it. Right. Right. I know. So how have you been? How has your year been? It's it's a year, right? We're all like reflecting on this this whole fucking time we've had. <laughs> this freaking insane whirlwind. Um it's been bad and then it's also been good in some ways. I think it forced me out of my comfort zone and I got to take time to discover TikTok and like discover these new platforms and I took time to get some more impressions down. So it's helped me with um in terms of, you know, getting more eyes on my stuff, because I think I have just a little bit more time to do it. But yeah. um, and people but have jobs, more time to see it. Ex- yeah, there's a lot more eyes on that because mm-hmm. everyone's bored and they're looking for content. Yep. And um, but I, I had to move out of New York. I had moved there to, you know, work at BuzzFeed and do small other things that I was applying for and auditioning for. And, you know, once uh, once the panorama was here, I said, well, let me go back to D.C. I'll save up some money. So I went back to where I was from, D.C., and I've been there and. I'm currently looking to now move back to New York or to LA. Okay. To be determined. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. You're done at home. You've 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 stayed long I've, enough. I've stayed long <laughs> enough. It's it's time. Uh, and I, you know I'm so close to my family, so I think the move is all always like that. Oh, okay, I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And you know I think for a lot of people it's easy, but I just was so close to my family. And my parents are just like, why don't you just stay here forever? I'm like, do you mm-hmm. guys not want to <laughs> see me succeed in life? I don't understand. <laughs> Not to say you can't succeed in your parents' basement, but it would be nice to have my own place. Absolutely. Have your parents become like your, you know, your production assistants and like, you know, DPs at all this year or no? A little bit, but but it's hard because my dad is also a performer. He's a musician. And so we have like this little turf war going on. He's like... You're going to take the spare bedroom? That's my conga studio. I'm like, well, I need it for a green screen studio. So oh, this isn't going to work. So, yeah, we have a little bit of like that competition. And then my mom would love to help, but she's not very tech savvy. So I tell her to hold, you know, a, a, a light up and it, it slowly like falls. She doesn't right. get the, the whole entire scope of the work yeah. that I'm asking. So. That's funny you say that. I was saying my boyfriend and I, we both, he were, he's a producer and I shoot everything at home and do this. Right. And I'm like, wow, we've never needed two bedrooms or three <laughs> bedrooms, like more, you know what I mean? This one bedroom situation right. is not happening anymore. I, I can't. I, how, how are you guys doing? Do you guys have like a schedule that you have to stay to or how is it working in like a small <laughs> space? Right. I, I would. I know. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, it really, he sits in the corner of our bedroom in like a fold out (laughs) desk. I'm literally in the corner of our living room. Thank God we have a little patio because, you know, like he can take a call out there or I, but like it is, it is tight. You know, we've worked together on a lot of things, which is nice. But you know, when he has like his, you know, when I'm like shooting something and he's like got on a zoom meeting with his whole, I'm like, they must think like you live with like some, something's not well at your home. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Always. But it is good to live with somebody at least that's in the same type of industry because they they get it, you know? Yeah. 
Totally. He gets it. He gets it. And you know what? We've actually booked some jobs. To, it doesn't hurt to be with someone. I was going to say we booked some stuff together. Just and nice. that's amazing. If you could survive this, that's a good sign in my book. I'm like, this, that's great, you know? But yeah, I feel like overall the pandemic has been, I would say actually um, a good. I uh, Because yeah, I just have more time to perfect the craft and um, take a step back and like assess what I did wrong and what I did right. Um, of course, I feel like I you know, lost a life of uh, a year of partying, but who needs that anyways? <laughs> yeah, no, we're just going to party harder. I can't wait till we can actually, I could be like, Hey, instead of like just coming on zoom and hanging out with me on my podcast, right. let's like go have a drink <laughs> and like shoot always. the shit. Right. Very, very down. That's always my go-to. And I, and I always get scared. I'm like, wait, do you drink? Cause I was going to ask you to get a drink. You know, it's always like we that all, weird. We will get a drink. Yeah. And I, okay, good. Uh, I've I I went from having like zero bottles of wine in my house to a full bar during quarantine and I told Always. you I made your cocktail. You influenced me. The Saint Germain Spritz. Oh my god. And I like messaged so her too. I forgot how much I loved Saint Germain. I used to bartend years ago. And then right. when you were like the spritz, I was like, oh my God, that's gonna be amazing. I literally yeah. went out and bought it the day you like posted about it. Was Saint Germain <laughs> paying? Was this an ad? You oh, should let I, them know. I fucking wish. Oh, my God. I do so many <laughs> unpaid shits, but I don't Me even I'm like, well, you know what? I love it. So I'll, I'll, I'll post about them. But sometimes they'll send product, though. And you're like, you know what? Worth it. Worth that's it. That's very fun when they when they're like, hey, we saw your post. Like, what, can we send you a press package? I'm like, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mostly I, get it with food like Auntie Anne's pretzels hooked me up a couple times this year. And I was oh. like, you know what? Oh, yes. God, God bless. I can't go to Penn Station, <laughs> but they can <laughs> ship it to me. <laughs> That's fun. That's like one of the perks of the job is all the press packages. I mean, I can't even imagine what, you know, these YouTubers get, but but they're fun. I, I, I recommend them for everybody. <laughs> yeah. So wait, press your practice. TikTok, you weren't like huge on TikTok until the pandemic. You really like grew it over this time. Holy shit. It was insane. March. I, I, I shit talk TikTok. I shit talked TikTok all the time. <laughs> yeah. Say that and 10 like, times. Say that 10 times fast. Right before March. And I, I was on a podcast, um, another pop culture podcast. And I've been working on that for a while. And she was really in with all like the trending um, apps. And she's like, there's this new thing called TikTok. You've got to be on it and you've got to figure out how to use it. And I went on there and I was like, I mean, I don't really, I like to dance, but I don't do choreographed dancing. So I thought I was out. And then I posted one video of Courtney, my impression of Courtney Kardashian, and that went totally viral. And I think, you know, overnight I was like, oh, you just need to find your niche. And then that's, that's when it really hit and it just took off. And now I've hit a plateau, but but really it's all about just finding what you're good at and then use that platform to really help. And yeah, that's what happened. But yeah, TikTok is way different than Instagram. It's way different than everything, anything else. I like it a lot. I've been exploring a lot more this year. I'm nowhere near my plateau yet. I feel like I have like a good week and a bad week and like I make a lot of content, but I, I, so I put up different stuff, but I know that Mm -hmm. it's like, if you can find one thing, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. For sure. And that's the fun thing about it is I think um, we don't know enough about it yet. So yeah. it's still like this un, uh, uncharted territory that we're just like, oh, let me just stick a bunch of – that's my motto is just throw pasta at the wall, see what sticks, and then, yeah. you know, continue with that. But Because random kind of- shit sticks that you'd never expect. 
I know? mean, truly. I see some of the stuff that goes viral on there. I'm like, this? This is what they want to see? All right, like, <laughs> I guess I'm going to do this. You know, the feta pasta. Let's talk about it. Who <laughs> the, the pasta. fuck is making the feta? Oh, you want me to make feta pasta? I'll make feta pasta. Fine. I know, right? It even, it even traveled to my parents. My mom doesn't even know what TikTok <laughs> is. Literally, I think if I said, do you know what TikTok is? She'd be like, a clock? Like, I honestly, right. she has Instagram, but like, she was like, I go, what do you mean? She goes, I'm making that feta pasta. She said this to me. I was like, what do you mean you're making? How the hell did you find out about feta pasta? She goes, oh, right. I, I found out. I guess it, it did come to Instagram. You know, she'll see it on someone's Instagram or whatever. She goes, right. yeah, I printed out two recipes. I go, I love it. I wow. love it. You've, that, that's like the generation to buy. Right. Yes. I was like, it's, what does that mean? <laughs> that's how, isn't that crazy how like, that's when you know something went that big is when the the other generations that you would ever thought, they're printing out instructions. You're like, okay, yeah. it's, it's, it's gone <laughs> yeah, to the other generations now. Um, That's incredible. So she made so it funny. and she loved it. She liked it. Yeah, she said it was too creamy for her. My mom is, you know, oh. she's, she's a petite lady and like too much feta, I think she really... She counted those calories. Yeah, (laughs) it wasn't worth it. Wasn't worth all the calories. Yeah, not worth the hype. I guess not. So, are you um, you're freelance now, right? I should say that you're. Yeah, were you freelance before? I was. I had a steady podcast job as an editor and co-host of the Sarah Fraser Show, and that was pretty much paying rent, paying bills, and then of course, you know, I did the BuzzFeed. That the Facebook mm-hmm. show segment with with you and that you know that helps and then odd jobs here and there I would book certain commercials or voiceover I do a lot of voiceover work so um, now that I I left the pop culture podcast and now it's really I, I finished a CBS um, showcase program which has led to a lot of other opportunities and now yeah. it's just been from commercial to commercial to voiceover and just hoping that it, the the booking stay consistent but yeah. Well, yeah, we're, we're hoping. And, and for the most part, I would say I would I would consider it freelance. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, you know, yeah. that is our industry. You ride right. it while you have it, right. you know, right. and as long as you feel good, like they'll see that and they'll book you. And I I don't know that. Exactly. How positive did I just sound? I, that was pretty impressive. I was, was like, inspirational. Stay with it and you'll book it. Stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, yeah. no, I'm pretty positive. I have to say, pandemic, I've been lucky too. And I feel like, you know what? Yeah. We, we appreciate it more because we've seen other people just oh. like lose full careers Completely. and it's awful. Completely. I mean, I, I feel like it, 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 it kind of gave you a chance to be like, okay, well, let me scramble and like try to be creative in other ways. And I think, you know, we've kind of created, I know for myself, you know, you just are like, okay, let me create this other source of income. And that's what happens. You know, you just got to get creative with things. I know people that started like hair braiding businesses. They're mm-hmm. on Etsy now making handkerchief. I don't even pot holders. I'm like, you know what? It's a, it's a revenue stream and you're doing it. So yeah, but it is a, a wild ride. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to know, take me back to, to baby Andrea in DC. What did you want to do when you grew up? Did you have any jobs when you were a teenager? I want to know what, what was it like knowing you then? (laughs) Yeah. I, I loved, I've, you know, listened to episodes of your, of your show and everyone's like, I've had a million jobs, which, which I feel like we all, we all really, you know, it's like, it's like, Oh, have you? But I feel like if everyone can safely say, you know, yeah, I, I had, especially if I've you're in entertainment, jobs. it's not like you like wake up and you're like, I'm an actor. 
And that's all I'll do. No. And that's it. Right. <laughs> Doesn't happen like that. Um, yeah, I, I've always done impressions and voices and accents. I loved that. Um, my dad loves to do it. He would pick up like telemarketers and he would do random voices. And that was like my, I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh my God, dad, they don't have, they have no idea who you are. It's hilarious. <laughs> He's like, I tricked him again. You know, they'll never call I love back. That. So we always had that kind of thing in our family. We just love doing voices and, uh, so yeah, I, I in high school I have a ring like our like our junior ring and I put like SNL in it and I've always said I was like my dream would be SNL of course mm-hmm. and now there's all these other things that we could do with impressions and voices but that's always been the dream um, so for a long time I always wanted to do radio voiceover so um, you know I took I took many different jobs just to you know get by like I worked in a florist shop I used to record these meditations for this therapist and then send it out to people who like bought the meditation practice it random random shit wow. is what i'm saying <laughs> you were yeah, the that- god of someone's ears essentially <laughs> Oh, 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 no, let me correct. I was not the voice. I recorded oh. their their therapy sessions and then and then send it out to people that couldn't make it to their classes, right? So oh, I just hit I thought you were like giving us the mantras and like <laughs> that literally when you're like, I do voiceovers. Yeah, I did these like meditation things. I'd like people would listen to my voice and like, I don't know. I, I find themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clearly you can hear my voice and be like, that's not the voice of an angel. She ain't helping <laughs> no one. Okay. So yeah, just random, random jobs. But um, yeah, I went to school for radio and television and um, pretty much always really loved entertainment. I was drawn to that. So I knew Where I wanted did you to go, go to school, school for that. I went to Syracuse up in the freezing cold. So did that's Ellen. Uh, Hi. Hello. Let's go. Go I'm also, I grew up in Syracuse, so I know all about the freezing cold. Oh, yeah. You're like, don't even talk to me about that. Like, (laughs) one of my first jobs was shoveling snow. (laughs) Like a baby. (laughs) That's amazing, though. That's like, that's, I mean, you're in the neighborhood for it. That's perfect. So you were at new school? Yeah. Or new house, I mean. Right. I And I didn't get in at first. And I told my parents, like, I'm like, OK, if I don't get in, then, you know, my my second choice was Penn State because my brother went there and they had a great communications program. And uh, my parents were like, all right. So I was able to transfer in sophomore year and um, finished out. I loved it. I thought it was a great a whole entire great school for it. And I just had so much fun, apart from the partying. Obviously, that was a big part of my college career. But uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I visited Syracuse and yeah. I it's told got you that a big Ellen, party culture i visited i did like the tour of like the theater <laughs> school and there was yeah. a snowstorm so they canceled oh. like the tour of the main school there was like a blizzard and so we just yeah. went back to like i don't know a hyatt wherever the fuck we stayed my, my mom and i <laughs> and i was like mom and, and that was it i saw like one room like a theater and then that was it and then i was like i'm not going here like i can't there's nowhere what to go shitty what? Shitty tour it makes, was that? It was okay. such, it makes such, same with Northwestern. I looked at Northwestern. It was closed for spring break. So they were like, we can show you exteriors. And I was like, what? I was like, I'm not going here either. I didn't yeah. get in there, but well, come on. you missed all of the <laughs> snow days as a college student where you could just stay home and smoke weed. So. But I always, I, always, I always tell people, I went to BU and I went for film and oh, TV, nice. but I, or for TV production, but I was like, on my BU tour, I left and went to Newberry Street, which is like the cool, you know, shopping street of Boston. And I got a manicure and I was like, I could go to school here. <laughs> I, I could do this. this I, looked, right. I straight up left. I was like, Mom, we should like leave. We got lunch and like got a manicure. I was like, I was like, I like this town. I'm, I'm good with this. Like I needed to be somewhere I could skip school. That was like 
my plan. <laughs> and and go do, um, you know, like self pampering. This this feels like home. I like this. Yes. For <laughs> sure. Guy, I would have dropped out if I was in New York for sure. <laughs> but I think Boston, there was nothing else to do. So it was like, she'll stay yeah. in school. She'll get a degree, you know, but it wasn't easy. <laughs> You'd think with Syracuse in the cold weather that you would like stay indoors and study, but it was really just drove you to drink and smoke, right? It was like, well, it's snowing. I guess let's just like open beer. Like it's 9 a.m. Let's just drink. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's, it. it's a surefire way to ignore that you're really cold is be drunk. Yes. Every yeah. drink Everyone is a jacket. Everyone I know who went there loved it. Everyone, all my friends who went to Syracuse loved it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a really good time. It is a, uh, I would do it all over again if I could, is what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't do the mm-hmm. bills over again and the student loans, but. All in all, great yeah, fun time. Right? <laughs> but the 9 a.m. Yeah. beers, done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember, yeah, drinking at all hours of the day. It was um, a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, so did, did you have any jobs while you were in college or no? Yes, I worked at the Cage, which Ellen will probably know. That's like the big um, production box where they house all the cameras and. Um, that really helped because I like understood the cameras and how to do the microphones. And it was like the library for the new house kids. And you would go yeah. and check out the cameras. That's, and, cool. that's really yeah. cool. I was, in, like, out. I was in the performing arts school. So VPA, but we had oh, our VPA. separate cage. Yes. Yeah. You know, the cage. I don't know why they called it the cage. It sounds so scary, but I mean, it's cause it was like had a cage door and everything. And it was like locked. You would get the I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. picturing a sense. cage full of cameras. That's what <laughs> I'm picturing. It was kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was like in the lower level and it looked very industrial, but nonetheless, it was a job and it paid me. My first job in college was tutoring inner inner city Syracuse students. And that like I loved because I thought I was really, you know, actually helping somebody. But I was so hungover every time that we had to go tutor. I was like, this is not the role model I want to be. I was like almost vomiting while reading them books. No. And I was like, I can't. I can't be expected to do this. So then I was like, okay, I'll I'll work and I'll give out equipment. And that you can be hungover because you just are clicking buttons. It's it. You know, it's not that hard. Checking them out. Nice. Nice. (laughs) So what happened after Syracuse? Did you move to New York or did you go home for a little? After Syracuse, um, my friend got a job in radio. Um, We both wanted to be in radio and we loved like the Ryan Seacrest of radio. We're like, oh, we're gonna have our own show. Yeah. It's gonna be great. We could be like two women with the show and it'd be so fun. So we moved to Corning, New York, which is like an hour or two hours north of Syracuse. Um, okay. It's, it's, like, north they, of Syracuse. They have the, the Corning glass. Corning uh, glass thing. It's, they make glass the, there. <laughs> the, no one knows what Corning is, but it's uh, yeah, that's, the town of glass. That's, that's all they're what they're known they, for. They, they blow glass. Yeah, that's that's it. Like that. that okay. That's all. So and you guys were going to go radio. start that glass radio show there. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was going to be like NPR, but we would just interview glass blowers. Really, cool, really, cool. really interesting. So yeah. uh, she got a job in Corning as a, a radio at a country station. And they're sh- they were asking her like, oh, do you have anybody else? We have an opening. So she asked me and I said, that sounds amazing. Like, let's do that. So I moved there with her and I worked at the radio station. And then um, I did like a news reporter job that was reporting on murder trial. Um, I was ill prepared for that job. They just kind of threw me in. It's a very small station. So they're like, we don't have a reporter and we've got a murder trial, which has never happened in the entire history of our town. So if you could just be the reporter for us, I was like, Oh my God. What? 
And I, you know, I had experience in reporting a little bit with school, but um, I'm not ready to be a reporter on, on a murder right, like trial. Like on a murder <laughs> trial. Yeah. This is like they're like throwing yeah. you in. They're like, Barbara Walters, congratulations. <laughs> Now's and, your moment. I didn't even I looked up on YouTube channels like what is law jargon I was like okay the prosecutor is this and that's how unprepared I was and it was such a serious murder trial in the town like it's there's actually a documentary on this but I um that was kind of like threw me into that and I was like okay maybe I'm going into news this is a sign I'm gonna be a news reporter but right they threw this trial this happened for a reason unfortunately Mur- murder like oh that's my god that's so funny though to like have never done it and they're like yeah so you're just gonna report on the heaviest thing this town has ever seen yes for for this small obviously this was like a very local television it wasn't the the nbc of the town but it was very very you know only the local channel would like get it and so i mean you look back at those old tapes and all my reels it's like well no wonder i didn't get a job in news i was horrible i was like Today, day six of the murder trial, they asked questions <laughs> on the stand. And that was all. Day I'm going to watch tomorrow. it now. <laughs> I'm going to watch yeah. it and I'm going to text you and be like, actually, you have a career in this. This is. You have a career. It, it, the America's Most trial- Wanted just came back. They better hire you. <laughs> truly, I would do anything that had a little bit more of like a light. Like, I like news that's funny and, like, more lighthearted. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously SNL, the, the update, you know, the weekend update. This was yeah. a little bit too dark for me. I, I kind of was like, okay, I'm not actually not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not set out for this. So um, after that, I moved back to D.C. and I became a production assistant as a at a news station because I had that that experience, obviously, with the murder trial. Mm-hmm. I was ready to go into freaking Dateline. Yeah, you had a beefed up resume. You were ready. <laughs> <laughs> right. A four-week murder trial. She's ready, guys. So, um, yeah, moved back to D.C. I did, I did PA for a little bit, waking up at 3 in the morning, you know, being oh. in the studio at 3.45. I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. So that's when I got a job in um, a pod. I, I emailed this radio personality that I've loved forever in the D.C. area, and she had started her own podcast. So I said, hey, I would love to intern for you. And that's when I was 23, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and since ever since that, um, you know, I – really learned my editing and I helped her grow the podcast. I was also her co-host. You know, I grew into like the co-host role from intern to co-host to producer to editor. Mm-hmm. And um, we worked together for almost two and a half years. And I, I just left the podcast during the the pandemic just because she was growing. She was pitching other things. And mm-hmm. it was a great, it was a great um, That's launching cool. point. That's mm-hmm. also very cool. And like I- inspiring, I think to many people, you were like, this is what I want to do. I'm just going to email this person who I like. And you never know what right. can come of it. Like it, people it, think it, like you, you have to find the posting or you have to find the right, you know, like job description online that like, and it's like, no, you could also just like contact someone and see if you can get in. So true. It's like my number one advice is, um, well, two pieces of advice is like never say no to an opportunity that you think could lead somewhere. Even if it's like some sounds like a small role, mm-hmm. it could always turn into something big. And then second is right. just hit the person up. LinkedIn, link, LinkedIn message, even mm-hmm. even find their email somewhere. And I tell people, you'll never know until you just hit them up and say, hey, like ask them to be your mentor. Yeah. yeah. That's why I always say, even like when you get auditions, you're like, I don't want to do this one. But you're like, you don't, you know what? They cast other projects. You never know what you're going to be right for. They're like, remember that one who so was true. totally wrong for that show? We have the right one now. <laughs> we have the right role for her. Exactly. Yeah. That's why, yeah, I, I always say, you know, if you get an opportunity, just at least, it, it's at least worth trying out for it. Definitely. Yeah. So you edit a lot of stuff. Do you edit all your videos and everything and like 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what really helped me was um, editing her stuff. I like really, she gave me a computer to use. She bought all the tools and all I had to do was just learn how to edit. So I was freelancing at a podcast, um, like it was like a podcast hub in DC. And that's where I got a lot of my chops from was just uh, Syracuse as well. But you know, you really do it when you're doing it every single day. So totally. Um, yeah. And she was like, you got, you do impressions. You should be, you should be editing your impressions and putting them on social. I'm like, I should be. Why am I not doing that? So, yeah, she was like a big, big, you know, help help source in my life that was like, yeah, yeah, put your stuff out there as I was also working on her podcast. But, yeah, so I edit all my own videos. I edit for the Taylor Strecker show now. And, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you edit for Taylor. Minutes. Do you want to know something crazy that I just put together? So March of last year, literally yes. like March 13th, 12th, 13th, my last photos of life before the pandemic are of yes. me and Jesse Jollis and Hannah Burner. And I was brought in to do Taylor Strecker's show. I had yes. done one other time. I had done like one or two other times when she wasn't there. And it was with um, Chris Burns and like Jesse Jollis, who I've known yes. for years. And we always shoot the shit. And they like brought me in to do it. And then who is the guy uh, who was working on the on the They've Sean the, Kilby um, and they've got Joey Skladani. Um, I love how we're Chris just dropping Burns. No, no, no. <laughs> the guy who was, who was producing it. Um, okay. Oh, I'm blank now. Yes, Cam. Cam Rude. Okay. Yes. Okay, Cam. Yes. We were, and he was like, I really, because I did Chris and Jesse's podcast, and he was like, I really want you to come on Taylor. Oh, yeah. I feel like you guys would like totally hit it off. And I showed up that day, and that was like the day we were like, the I was going to test. Oh. And <laughs> it was, and I have pictures of me, Hannah, and Jesse. Like, we're in the studio, we're like taking photos at the step and repeat, and then like, the world yes. ended. And then I saw you were doing it. I was like, oh my God, we would have done that together too. Like it just, Truly. it didn't work out because she had never met me. And then it was like, no one's going in anywhere. How weird is that? Completely. And this, I have a crazy story with Taylor too. It's like, yeah, you just, it, all these things are so random. And like, I'm sure we would have definitely worked together in studio. I'm so sad. She's doing everything virtual now, but like that would have been mm -hmm. so cool to meet. It would have been just so fun to be with a bunch of like-minded people all in the studio together. I know. Yeah. Totally. And Cameron, and he, I had a stand-up show that night, and I was like, I guess I'll go. I don't know if – I guess right. it wasn't canceled yet. Meanwhile, it was canceled like six hours later. But he gave <laughs> right. me extra, like, mic covers, like those condoms for microphones because oh, he, yeah, he was yeah. like, you might want to take these. You know, there's this, like, virus thing. And I was like, thank you. And we used them that day. So we were like – Oh, wow. Okay, look at Cam. I didn't even know he was, like, all about that. That's, like, <gasps> very nice. Love that. That was, and that was did, it. Neat. Did we even know it was going to be a year later? You know, I know. Absolutely absurd. But nonetheless. Um, but Cam I'm bummed because we probably would have been on, on the show together at some point or whatever. That would have been so Truly. fun. I'm really hoping she, once everything starts to pick up, she'll like rent another space. Because um, I think that would be, that would just be so great. And I, I reached out to her. She's another person I reached out to. I went to her. She was... Um, hosting the show for Jesse Jollis and her other podcast about love. Yeah. The relationship podcast. And, um, that she did I, it I like Caroline's. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I went to that show and I just bought a ticket by myself and I was like, I'm going to introduce myself to Taylor Strecker. I've looked after her forever. This is when I just moved to New York yeah. and, um, and Taylor, her girlfriend's now fiance sat right in front of me. I was like, this is perfect. So yeah, I just, um, shoved my way into Taylor Donahue and I was like, hi, um, Anyway, that's exactly. We probably went to the studio literally the same day, and I was at this show. It was like right around the same time. Probably. I love this. I also, I totally love that you're like, yeah, I'll just buy a ticket and show up and meet 
the person who I want to work with. Like that is so yeah. very cool. <laughs> a little creepy, but uh, but it did. No, it's it ended not. Up working, you know, it, it, <laughs> you fucking network, and you're not just like going out to network with any. You're like, no, these are people. These are jobs I want to do. This is I want to work right. in radio. She works in radio. She seems really cool. I know comedians who work with her. That makes sense. That was how I exactly. felt when they invited me to do it. I was like, of course, that sounds so right. fun. Like, I love right. doing this kind of stuff. Meeting all these types of people is just like the way it's all about communicating. And then you, you know, you bring me on your show. Next time I have, um, you know, opening with like one of the shows I'm doing, like the, it's an immediate thing. You know, it's all, I about, love her. It's all about the collab. I love this girl. You know? Yeah. You're a hustler. You're a collab. collab. Yeah, I love That's it. Right. I know. That's we have, right. we know so many people in common too. Yes. Um, oh yeah. I could go on. Jesse. I love Jesse. <laughs> I do too. I miss her. We like FaceTimed like uh, twice in the panda in the beginning of the, I haven't seen her in a while. We'll like every so often, like catch up on Instagram, like DM each other about like, she bought a sweatshirt from me when I was like tie dyeing uh, out of, you know, (laughs) I went insane and started tie dyeing. (laughs) That was my moment. We, oh, we all went through that. Yep. Yep. Feel you on that. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Started selling it. Yeah. Did you have any, okay, so you have been a go-getter from the start. Did you have any periods of, like, doubt or anything where you had to take a job that you're like, this is not at all what I want to do? Or, like, I imagine even as an editor, too, where you're like, fuck, I I need to pay, I need to pay my rent this month. Like, I'll just do this. Yeah, I I Ubered for a really long time. Um, I had a terrible rating because I talked too much. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where were you Ubering? East Coast? I was Ubering East Coast um, in D.C. when I moved back, and I was working for free as the intern, and I was like, okay, well, I've got to pay bills somehow, so I decided to Uber, and whenever I wasn't doing the podcast or the the TV production assistant job, I was Ubering, and um, there was, you know, I, I could go into a couple weird stories there, and I was like, this should be, this should be a sign that this is it for me. I'm not cut out to be an Uber driver, so. <laughs> I love that you talk too much, because that's, I was going to say, West Coast they love that. That's like, you're an amazing Uber driver. Have you been in Ubers in LA? They talk to you nonstop. They tell me their life stories. I'm like, yeah. do I have a sign on my head that says like, tell me everything? Because mm-hmm. they love to tell the stories. I'm like, this is where I should be Uber driving. <laughs> yeah. It's seriously though. And East Coast, it's like, if you open your mouth, they're like, like as a get, you're like, they're like, how's your night? And I'm like, oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> That's an invasion of privacy, and I don't need to talk to you. That's how I'm it like, felt like, you- when I was driving. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, literally. Yeah. So I'm probably that's why I have a terrible rating as a as a passenger. Uh, I should say that because I literally they'll be like, "How's your night?" And I'm like, "Are you gonna take the Manhattan Bridge?" Because unfortunately, <laughs> that's what the app says, and I don't want to take that. And they're like, "Fuck this bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it, yeah. You're like trying to correct them on their ways. Yeah, that was actually you took this wrong turn here. It's actually supposed to be a right. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh mm-hmm. my god. I, I, so one one situation was I. Uh, I got a message was from a guy that was like, hey, I'm not going to get um, picked up, but I have a package waiting for me at a building. I need you to pick up the package and deliver it to this no. location. I said, oh, my God, I'm a drug mule. I signed up to be an Uber, and here I am delivering oh drugs God. in a yeah. mystery package. But, you know, my ratings were so low, I couldn't lose any drivers. <laughs> or I couldn't lose any rides. I was like, I'm going to do a good job on this drug delivery, and then I'm going to get I'm gonna get another star. So I go to this location, and this guy <gasps> is holding – this like package and it was actually in a very um, business. It was like one of buildings and everything commercial area. So I was like, okay, this is not that weird. And so I, 
I dropped off the package at this woman's house. She was very sick. And she said, I left my, my computer charger at my job and I needed my boss to, to send it to me. So they I Ubered a, a, a computer cord. It, it wasn't okay. that sketchy. It wasn't sketchy. But the way they worded it, I was like, this is how I die. Yeah. As an Uber driver. So this is yeah. it. Yeah. Especially be, I was it. like thinking scream. I'm like, there's a time bomb in yeah. here. Like, <laughs> like listen to it before it gets in your, before you put it in your car. <laughs> Completely. I was like, this is not, I can't do Uber driving anymore. Um, yeah. And then I just talked too much and that, you know, I did it for a while and it was good money. And I would sometimes tell people my sob stories and then they would tip me. They're like, wow, she's a struggling actor, freelance mm-hmm. editor. Let's throw her a couple bones. So. <laughs> yeah. You learned how to work. Um, I did that when I was like hostessing and like back when I, I did coat check, like I would do oh, coat yeah. check like during the holidays, like Christmas. And they'd, mm. they'd be like, you poor thing. Like I was like, couldn't afford to see my family this Christmas. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm Jewish. Like my parents don't do Christmas. They don't even do Christmas. Hap- and they'd be like 20 bucks for my one coat. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Try to act as, as like sad and help mm-hmm. helpless as possible. Yeah. Did it, you ever make help. up stories as an Uber driver? I feel like that would be fun to like that make up shit. Oh, for sure. I would do different voices for them. I would just like try out different impressions on them and they, you know, sometimes they would get it and sometimes they would be so uninterested. I'd be like, all right, well, next one, you know? Yeah. Is that, that like made made the experience fun. Um, with stories, it, it was usually like an impression I was doing, and then I would just like make up that life for that person. Yeah, you know, I was. I like, love that. In. That's yeah. a sitcom there that I'll write of the girl, <laughs> the Uber driver impressionist who just started like picking up people as you know as these different characters. That's a fun. That's a fun bit. That is a fun bit. And the people you meet, I mean, so many weird people. Not really weird, but I picked up a Native American guy that was from a reservation but was staying at his friend's house because he wanted to leave the reservation. And sometimes you'll get you'll get the full stories on them and you're like, this is this is crazy. Like he mm-hmm. had an insane life. And um Remember Uber Pool? Remember when we pooled? Oh, oh my God. Yes. You guys Don't remember remind that's me. of the past. Yeah. That's never coming that's back. Never coming back. And <laughs> no. and for good reason, I think, because the things that have happened in Uber pools. Like, do you have any crazy experiences? Of course. Yeah. I remember yeah. thinking it was so cool at first when it first happened. Like, and my friend right. and I were going somewhere in like Astoria from Brooklyn, from like the city <laughs> or something. And this guy got in with like a Whole Foods bag and he was like cooking a dinner for like a girl mm. that he like was dating. And we were like, we were like his moms immediately. We're like, that's so cute. Yes. Oh my God. What are you making? Like, do you know how to cook it? Like, are, do you need any <laughs> tips? Like we were like, this is amazing Uber pool. And then there was the one time I jumped out of a moving car because a woman was so drunk she was going to like throw up and I was like I I will risk my life to get out of this car <laughs> like I love the that. other end I, I had the opposite where I was um there was a a blackout girl who came with a full tray of um a burger joint she like came from a burger spot took the tray it was a Saturday she'd been day drinking she took the tray in the car had a full burger and fries she was so passed out that I was like I looked at the Uber driver I was like would you be weirded out if I ate her fries and she was like no I was like Right. So I, <laughs> oh my I god! And I and I ate the fries, and I was just like, "This is seems normal, honestly. <gasps> free food. I this love girl's it. passed out. Yeah. <laughs> in, in that case, it comes in handy. <gasps> That's so yeah. funny. Oh my god! Did you ever have to drive any pools where you had like just a cast of people in? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, and you you can't even choose back then when it was an option. You couldn't choose if you wanted to do pool. It just kind of was like you're doing pool today. Like mm. get ready to pick up another passenger. And uh, 
it just got really hectic. Like there was, I mean, I've had people that like wanted, they wanted to get off on a bridge. I'm like, no, we're on, in oncoming <laughs> traffic. You can't. Okay. We're on a bridge. <laughs> we're on a bridge. And then everyone else in the car is freaking out. And I'm like, everyone calm down as I'm freaking out. <laughs> right. Um, this person wants it, to jump off a fucking bridge and they're like, <laughs> I'll Uber to my death. <laughs> right. I'm like, great. Oh I was God. the vehicle to the death. And, um, not that he ever, you know, he just like had to urgently get out of the car, yeah. but just crazy things like that. You know, it's like three different passengers with three different needs. Always. There came I a digress. point I remember where you could choose if you didn't want to. And I would get in a car that was a pool because it was cheaper. And then I once had of a driver course. who like canceled the like request. And I was like, you're mm. good. You're a good person. You you just want to take me and you don't want to pick up anyone exactly. else. And you knew I that's all I wanted. And so then I remember I would get in a car and do a pool and I'd be like, I'd be like, you don't, you don't have to get them, right? Like I'd hear it go <laughs> off. I'm like, like, we could just make this work just us. And then I'm like, yes. there goes my rating again. They're like, this bitch telling me not to pick up more people. <laughs> well, now that you know it's possible, you're like, could you just hit that cancel button mm -hmm. between you? I won't tell anybody. We'll both <laughs> give each other five stars. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I so so. I want to know a couple things. I watched your NBC's Bring the Funny. First of all, your set was amazing. Like, I watched. Oh, thank I don't know you. which set it was, but it was. The chat <laughs> Was fun. I dressed as a boy? Okay. The first, yeah. First round, first round of, yeah. Obsessed. I loved it. And I've loved oh, your impressions. You. And back, I'm, I'm a thousand years older than you. I should probably say that. Uh, I used to do a Courtney <laughs> impression and like be back oh in the day. And then you can, I, I saw yours and I was like, Psh, I've retired. I've literally, <laughs> I, I will never, I mean, I, I did this video a thousand years ago. I wanted to do, right, right. I, it was called Keeping Up. Uh, shit, what was the name? Keep um, Courtney and Chloe take. Uh, it was like Courtney and Chloe take blank, and we did like our first episode. I did it with my friend Doug Wittick. I don't know if you know Doug. It was like he did a Chloe, and we did Courtney oh, yeah. and Chloe take the stairs, and like that th was it. basic, <laughs> basic <laughs> things. And like we shot this back when we were putting sketches on YouTube or whatever. So fun, right? But I'm obsessed with your impressions. I think you have you your voice, everything, oh. and it's something I've always like loved to do myself. And so I admire them. So I want to know when did you like who's your favorite to do? When did you start doing them? Do you get asked to do them on like a date and like you want to kill this person for asking? You know? Yeah. Oh my God. That's that's a funny question. Um, some people think it's um a, a funny like a cool thing, and some people are like they're just not interested. So, um, my boyfriend, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll like, like it. And then sometimes I like, I'm like, you can have like 20 different girls in bed right now. Who do you want me to be? He's like, no, just you. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. You're not even utilizing my talents. So, it's like you the one thing. Jennifer Coolidge tonight. What oh the hell? My God. We can make it hot. I can clamp your nipples. Nothing. Oh my God. He's like, no, just be Dre. I'm like, ugh. okay. But, um, I, I love your voices. <laughs> Forever. I, I'm actually yeah. in LA staying with my one of my like best friends from childhood. And we used to just like call each other and do voices back and forth and like read scripts together. And we just thought it was so fun. So it's just always been a part of me. And I, I thought, you know, oh, I got to get a degree in television and radio in order to make any money in this business. But after Bring the Funny, that was kind of like the one sign that was like, no, you can actually make this a living and you can make a, a career out of this. So it's yeah. been a really fun ride navigating that it is hard financially but hopefully it'll turn into something soon you know if you keep working at it eventually something will hit when was that show when did you shoot that was that that last was year? almost two years ago um 2019 and then it mm -hmm. didn't really come out till the end of 2019 like it you know they it was like a five month period of like can't talk about it they're editing it and then it came out mm -hmm. um but yeah was Matt's friend on it 
He was not, but he was on Kenan Thompson's um, other comedy show. And so he has that uh, connection. And uh, Matt Friend, everybody go check him out. We worked with Matt at HQ. Oh. Oh my God! Yes, I forgot he does it. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. He he hosted uh, the HQX game when that was around, and yes. Ellen probably produced him right at some point. Yeah, I worked no. with him. Yeah, yeah, he's very good at impressions because Ellen was the what producer at HQ. That's where we met. Yeah, love it. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a incredible talent, and he's really found his place on on uh, Clubhouse. So he. Have you guys mm. seen his clubhouse? Oh, yeah, he does I've seen a, him popping up on yeah. Clubhouse. I get like a million notifications from them that are like, my right. friend is in can this I say? Room. Can I say something? It's the one app I like, I can't get into. Like, I'm I right try. there with you. I, I try. It, I appreciate it for I what it is. I think to. it's great for a lot of people. I'm just like, I get bored after like five minutes. I'm like, I'm. Truly. I'm just hoping like it, actual live events come back really soon. So <laughs> I don't have to be on Clubhouse. <laughs> Right. No, I get it. Because I think TikTok, I, mean, I can sit on for 12 hours and I'm like, I'm learning how to speak another language <laughs> and cook their food. Like, I literally am yeah. like, I don't know. It's so true. I think I really don't know why. It's just so many new things happening at once. I'm like, we just figured TikTok out. Now you're going to throw Clubhouse at me. But for some people, it's great. Like, for instance, Matt, who does the Howard Stern show, and then it it sounds like real impressionists are in the room doing yeah. the celebrities. Like, that works. But... It's so much time, you know. You've got to like figure it mm-hmm. out. So it's like one for app me that though. I just, I won't an impression, get it. I like to see that you can do the like facial expression. Like I need the full package to really yes. like. And maybe that's because I'm in entertainment, you know. So we hold right. a higher, you know, <laughs> we hold people to a just higher like, standard level. than like the general who's like, oh wow, that sounds like Howard Stern. I mean, like he does a good job, Definitely. but yeah, I, I, I like the visual it, platforms more. Me too. I learn visually. Um, it's always been that way, and I, I like to see it too. As you know, that's why TikTok is so fun because you can see the wigs and all of that that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, did I answer the question? I haven't. I don't even. I wanted I to know, know who's your favorite. Do you have a favorite to do right now? Right now, uh, so Courtney was like the first and foremost. I've been doing that for years and years and years. I used to do it on Vine. That's how many mm-hmm. you know. We we did it way back in the day because they've been around forever. But I think I love doing Jennifer Coolidge because she just like. She's, you know, the facial expressions, you can get so into it. Yeah. Um, She's the yeah, best. I, I, I don't have a favorite, actually. It's really just the mood and um, whatever whatever situation I'm in that I'm like, this voice will work for this. And then Has that, anyone reached out one. to you? That's another question I have. Like, have you ever Ooh, yeah. had contact with Jennifer Coolidge or Kourtney Kardashian yet? I went to get drinks with Jennifer Coolidge, actually. <gasps> hmm This what? was... Oh, my um, God. Yeah, this Girl, was like last career year, made. maybe. That's so Car- cool. Oh, yeah. D- day made. And it was the most random story. I'll try to tell it as quick as possible. I have a, a <laughs> friend that I used to work with on podcasting. He saw her in an antique shop and he said, hey, my friend does an impression of you. She would love to meet you. She messaged me on Instagram. I couldn't believe it. She's like, let's go out for drinks. I said, really? She said she's in New York for two weeks. And at the time I was living in Brooklyn. This is like a little over a year ago. And yeah. she's like, choose a place. She shows up to the restaurant. We get drinks. She drank like a smoky margarita and we had chips and guac. And it was, um, it was life changing. She is the same person that she is on, on movies. The same. Oh my God. I that love so it. Cool. I quote so her nice. all the time from best in show. I'm always like, we could have soup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we love, we both love to talk and not talk. <laughs> like, I yeah. just, that's not so cool. Hours. Yes. She was so nice. She let me take pictures with her. She, I mean, I keep hitting her up now, you know, like not, not annoyingly, but I'm just like, hey, I have this project that you would be great on and maybe we mm-hmm. could get back together and she'll answer sometimes, but you know, she's busy, obviously, but uh, I'm hoping yeah. 
maybe we could, you know, spark up another another drink session soon. But you I never love that. Be that. That and you remember like that. You'll up. remember that for the rest of your life. And when you're Forever. in this place and position where people are like doing your impression or, you know, they're a huge fan of yours, like you, you want to pay it back. And I feel like that's so cool of her. That, I, that makes so, me so happy. Yes. Finally, you know, they always say never meet your heroes, but she's one of those people that's like, oh my God, she is as genuine as everyone says. And as you would think. Yeah. So I can only aspire to do that same thing later on down the road. You know, it's like incredible when they're actually nice. Did she talk to you about, was she like, you're good. You're good at me. <laughs> like, did she tell you that? She, she did. She, I, I honestly, I don't even think she, she was talking about somebody else. She was like, I love your Jennifer Aniston. And I'm like, I don't have a Jennifer Aniston, but I, <laughs> but I went along with it. I was like, you did. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, but I love you. Do, I like doing you the best. Like Jennifer Coolidge is better than Jennifer Aniston. She was like, oh, you're so sweet. And then I just, I was like, she thinks I'm somebody else. But And then the next we'll, morning we'll you woke up me. and you're like, I better perfect this fucking Jennifer Aniston before the end of the day. <laughs> right, exactly. If she ever happens to be back on my page and Instagram, she's like, where is the Jennifer Cool Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I, I've got to get that one down. Mm-hmm. Stat. Yeah, I love it. I always felt like, at least for me, I felt like I had to do impressions of like people I people would say you looked like or you could look yes. like. You know what I yeah. mean? You always mm-hmm. feel like, oh, I better learn how to do them if people think I look like this. Right. Per- like I always did Sarah Silverman because people always yes. say I look like her or sound like her. But and I love doing her impression. But I, I admire that you do so many different. Well, like you do Sebastian Maniscalco and like no <laughs> one's ever come up to you and been like, oh, my God, Andrea, you know who you look like? <laughs> no. <laughs> If they did, I would be like, that's a compliment and also not a compliment. And yeah, I don't someone told me to I looked like Stephen Colbert on Twitter once. And I was like, I'm done with this site. We're good for the day. <laughs> Clicking, logging off of Twitter. That, yeah, at what point is you're like this? Okay, no, I don't even, I guess I got to get a Stephen Colbert down. Thanks. Yeah, no. <laughs> not happening. Yeah, it's, um, how do you decide what, besides like looking alike, is it, um, Somebody that has a really funny voice or they have funny sayings. What what's your like go to for for being like I want to do their impression? I don't know. That's a better question for you. I don't do as many anymore. But right, right like right. I I, re, I you know if someone makes me laugh and I if I can do them but not exactly them like I, I think yeah. I'm at the point where I'm like I can make this funny. I'm not going to do a perfect impression of them. Someone else can do a perfect impression right. of them. <laughs> um, but I can make jokes like them. You know what I mean? So that's kind Definitely. of where I'm at. I, I haven't done any recently. I did Hilaria. I did like a fake Hilaria yes. Baldwin. And it wasn't even like that wasn't planned. I literally did one line right. with no makeup in my couch. And like it went pretty viral. And I was like, I was, and I was like, I didn't do an impression of her. Like I didn't even try to do an impression of her. Right. People think it is an impression of her. <laughs> I, like, I could like watch her and do one, but I didn't. Right. So I don't know that to me, I'm like, I, I don't study as much to do it anymore, but right. how do you but find them? Are do you like, are you like, funny. I love this person. I want to do them. It's, um, it'll be just really certain idiosyncrasies that they do. I just feel like for all of the Kardashian sisters, if we just take one example, Courtney, it just has these, like the S's and the R's and the mm-hmm. long drawn out words and the no expression. It's like, that's doable more than Chloe who is also very funny, but just doesn't have those like certain things. With Jennifer yeah. Coolidge, it's like the, uh, like just literally the moaning is just, yeah. and then you, you pretty much got it down, right? I love um, it. Yeah, it's just certain certain idiosyncrasies that I think that are, you could really like own hone in on and, and really master. And that's what makes it good. And funny facial expressions also help. 
Do you hate when yeah, people but- are like, you know who you should do? Or do you oh. like it? I'm sure well, you get I it a li- lot. I like it sometimes, but then other times I'm like, I know in my head that I can't do that person already. So I'm like, ugh, like that hurts me because I'm like, oh, I'll never be able to like impress no. them. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Just be like, go like, watch one of my seven others, okay? I work really hard. <laughs> God damn it. Like, aren't those good enough? Yeah. Who's one uh, people say that I should uh, – uh, Ilaria was another one. They're like, well, you're already Spanish. Like, that's a good one. And it's like, okay, I've got it, you know, with her, she goes in and Did you have to tell them and she's out. not, but she's not. <laughs> but you guys know that she's not actually from Spain or any type of, like, heritage <laughs> from there, right? But, um, but it is – she's a perfect example of somebody that's, like, very topical – and she has got such the, the American accent and then switches back and forth and she names yes. all of her children Spanish names. It's cl- it's mm-hmm. a perf it's calling everyone to do her impression. Yeah. Truly. I so might do content. one more because on TikTok, no matter what I post, gotcha. they're like more hilaria. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I do other things. <laughs> That's you know, oh. when you get those comments that are just like, just do that. You're good at that. <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm like, thanks a lot. Are you my producer or manager? No. I, I, mm-hmm. I they always say that. But hey, look, if they if if that's one of your your niches, like do the Eladia. Like that one's that right? one's gonna be big. Yeah. That's what you gotta follow the niche on TikTok. Don't worry about so anything true. else. Uh, honest <laughs> to God, no one gives a shit. They're just like, just give us more of that. What we like. That's it. Yeah. Well, you found your niche and you're going to be very successful. And I'm glad that we became <laughs> friends finally because we've been coworkers, if you count it, at BuzzFeed for two years now. <laughs> Literally, yeah. we're in the same episodes. I was telling Ellen this. I'm like, because they don't, they cut them all together. You don't even know what episode right. you're doing. You Truly. get these topics and then you say a couple jokes and then it's like, boom, you, me, you know, right. I don't know, Misha. Like, there's all these like right. comedians who I'm like, oh, I didn't know they were doing this. <laughs> Um, We wanted to play a quick game that Ellen created, and I get to play with you, right? Okay. Anna versus Andrea. These are trivia questions that both of you can uh, try and guess. Okay. Okay. So They were inspired by your Courtney, obviously. Oh, great. So Kardashian slash Jenner employment trivia. So this is, yeah. Here's the first one. Okay. (laughs) Which Kardashian? Wait, so we have to guess which one did this job. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ask a question and then you can just throw out any name. You know, whoever okay. you think oh. would fit the bill. Any of the sisters, okay. Any of the sisters, yes. It's, it's sister specific. Okay. Um, okay, which Kardashian said they discovered their lover business while surfing eBay at their day job? Chloe. I'm gonna go with Courtney. Actually, it was Kim. Uh, what? Wow. Yes. So she told a. Ver- <laughs> sorry. She <laughs> oh, oh, wrong. <laughs> was she sorry, selling? Both she was wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she told Variety she was working at a boutique at her dad's office during high school when she discovered eBay and she found that she could make a profit reselling Milano Manolo Blahniks, which it. her dad right. paid for, by the way. That's a good scheme, right? And that like led into yeah. her creating Dash with her sisters. Got she it. She was like, the I sisters. can sell things. Yeah. Interesting. Classic. Okay, I, next na- one. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Syracuse's <laughs> finest right now. Hot on the mic. <laughs> Maybe we'll get this one. Okay, which sister's okay. first job was modeling in a Sears commercial? In a Sears, I go with Kendall as a model. I'm gonna go with Kim. So, 
Well, let me tell you who <laughs> we it was. again. It was Kylie. What? Kylie in a Sears commercial or magazine? I'm like thinking, what? like, what? Sears is like olden days. Like, that would have right. been like one of the I know, older. right? When you think Sears, you're like, that shut down. I think like, of like the Brady Bunch when they're like, ago. let's go to Sears. Yeah. <laughs> Are there still Sears? <laughs> I don't even know. Probably. I bet my dad goes to Sears. <laughs> it's a very dad place. It's, so you get like a, a plaid shirt there and a washing oh, machine yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. Multiple things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it, Costco is like the new Sears, I want to say. Yeah. It's the it's cool people Sears. Well, Costco's like bulk stuff, though. I don't think you get bulk stuff at mm. Sears. But anyway, okay. <laughs> anyway, this was in 2010. Kylie. Yeah, it was her Kylie. first like modeling job before she became and she a, had a different a billionaire. face then. Wow, yeah, yeah, different look Good to entirely. Know. <laughs> I bet she made five thousand dollars that she donated yesterday. That was <laughs> that's what she yes. made. Right, she put it away for that GoFundMe fund. You know that she had, keeps. <laughs> I'm gonna give. This oh my god, that GoFundMe. I can't. That's someday. such an insane I can't. story. I cannot. Like, it's embarrassing. It really. It, <laughs> you she, can't. Be on on someone's GoFundMe and your name on there with five thousand dollars. Like no, not to get. We know you're worth allegedly billions of dollars. Yeah, that's cover exactly. Forbes. It's it's yeah. not even like people are doing research. It's out there. You put it out. <laughs> yeah, never get over. But that it was one. a mistake, right? That's what I'm sure she it was said a mis- after the fact. <laughs> it was a mistake. Yeah, yeah. They covered yeah. it up later. Yeah. Okay, here's the last question for you. This is riveting. Um, <laughs> I'm not getting Ka- any of these. Which Kardashian sister is the only one who's gone to college? Courtney. Yes! <laughs> yes! I knew that, but I was too good that she said it in her voice. Yes. <laughs> UCLA, right? Didn't she go to UCLA? She went to University of Arizona. Oh. oh and she oh. Um, earned a bachelor's degree in theater. No. Yeah. She was a theater major? I did not yeah. know that either. <laughs> Which she then put towards... Please um, do like Courtney starring in, you know, like Oklahoma. <laughs> well, I learned that she was <laughs> on a soap opera. I don't know if you guys knew this, but she was on a soap opera. She like one of her first jobs after college was as a production what? assistant. I'm blown away. Yeah. Uh, so I why don't they ever talk today. about this? I've never even I've, you know, I've read the Wikipedias on Courtney. Never heard this. Wow. This yeah, also you better could research. open them up to a huge, you know, like audience of theater kids who never yeah. wanted anything to do with the Kardashians. Ah, and they're like, Courtney's so true. one of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She knew Rent. She probably studied Rent. Actually, I she would love us. to know, like, what, 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 what was she in in college? Yes. Like, what did she do? What were her roles? We should, like, I, I actually want to, like, you know, Harriet the Spy this shit and, like, look up, like, University of Arizona, like, Courtney Kardashian theater right. production. Yeah. And let's fact check this. And then if she was in a production, you and I should reenact Courtney on the stage. Courtney takes the stage. Oh my God. Oh my God. You do it. And I'll be your director. I'll be the one they Please. don't. Please. I'll be like, I think they, you got this. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma needs a Kardashian. Done. They've all. <laughs> they've always. I mean, it's just surprising. She has like no facial expressions ever. Very monotone. It's crazy that she would have that range, but. What if she's like a really good like soprano <laughs> singer and we're just all like all we had these no years, idea. We're like, huh? <laughs> she's saving I had it. no idea. Yes, that's like one of their they're saving in their back pocket for like for another time when they're in desperate need. Who knows? 
I love it. Oh, this was so fun. Thank you so much for doing so this. So fun. Oh my God. Thank you guys Andrea, for having me. Best. I had so much fun. We will be getting a drink um, IRL. Um, I, please let me know if are. there's anything I could ever do. I'm always here. I love it. I'll get your number. We'll be real life friends. Yeah. You're the cutest. Um, where can everyone Definitely. find you? Drop all your handles. Tell them where to find all your impressions and everything. Thank you. Um, you guys can follow me at Andrea Lopez Comedy. It's on Instagram and TikTok. Those are the main platforms I use. I've got a YouTube channel, um, but those are mostly um, re- repurposed videos you guys can find on you know Instagram and TikTok. And um, I've got a couple of Comedy Central sketches coming out in April. So be on the lookout for those. And Amazing. every Friday on the Taylor Strecker Show. Yes. And hopefully one day I'll get yep. to do it with you. We'll see. Please. Yes, definitely. Definitely. For sure. And she also has the podcast, which you would be incredible on if you haven't already. Cool. Her own podcast to get you on. Well, yes, we're going to make that all. We're all going to get drinks, actually. IRL. Great. I yeah. love it. I cannot yes. wait. Um, that's <laughs> it. That's the episode, guys, of Unemployed with Anna Royceman. Go listen to all the rest of them. You know where to find us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Unemployed Podcast. And if you want to see our beautiful faces, I unfortunately don't have uh, much makeup on at all, but Andrea looks amazing. Ellen, you look fab. Ellen in the, in the hat. Uh, yeah, go watch the Patreon. <laughs> you know, if you can throw anything our way. Kylie, if you're out there, we will take $5,000 to the Patreon. (laughs) We appreciate you. We love you. And congratulations on an amazing run of the show. Uh, That's it, guys. Mm. Bye-bye. Right now, I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who has supported our Patreon. This is your shout out right here from me. Tons of love. And if you haven't checked out our Patreon, all of our videos go up there. Sometimes I just write fun things because I feel like it. And it's just a really nice way to support us at Unemployed. And, you know, so we can keep this thing going. We do it for nothing. We do it for fun. We do it for you to listen to. So definitely check out the Patreon. And right now, huge shout out to our patrons, Bill Horton, Chi of Steel, Danielle McCartney, Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, we got Joe Galati, Chris Arneson, Jordan Lucero, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, and Vic Terry. Thank you so much. You have no idea how much it means to us, and I appreciate you, and I see you, and I love you. <laughs> <laughs>